Hello everyone, welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name's Ian. And my name is Bella. Yep, welcome. Uh, so this is episode 33. Here's some interesting facts straight away. Did you know? <laughs> I know you look forward to these every episode. I love them. So 33 in science is the atomic number for arsenic. Great. There we go. And also, um, according to Newton's scale, it's also the temperature which water boils. So there's a couple of facts for you there. Welcome. Uh, it's another episode. It's been a busy time at the Big Scuba Podcast. It certainly has. Yeah. Where does the time Where does the time go to? I can't believe it's a week ago since we... Yeah. Yeah, the weeks are whizzing by, and yeah, we're certainly filling them. Uh, thank you very much for downloading us. I uh, really appreciate uh, that someone, you know, that you've gone to the effort of doing that and uh, keeping in with us. What we need you also to do, if you do get a chance, go onto the old YouTube channel under The Big Scuba and just hit the old subscribe button and ring that bell. Yes, please. So that way you'll get your notifications whenever we bring a video out or audio book or whatever. Well, I think we've got lots of adventures planned, haven't we? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a a chilly old winter, but hey, we've got our thermals, we've got our... We have, yeah. We've got a hood and gloves and the rest of it, so why not? Let's talk about... Hey, let's let's talk about diving. So, again, what... Tell us about, you know, what we've been up to, what's been going on? Well, last weekend we jumped in a river, in our local river, the River Wensum. In Norwich? Yeah, and that was in aid of a litter pick. So we were the underwater litter pickers. We were, and um, so this is under the hashtag World Rivers Day celebration, was that? So yep. we were invited to join the Norwich Green Party. Uh, hello to you guys. Uh, Peter, hello, shout out to you, um, who organised it, thank you very much. I um, had the TV and some press there, and that was really good, um, and it was really good to you know, get involved in something, and I don't know how many bags of litter. Oh, um, there were lots, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah loads, so that's really good. The depth of the river was estimated at about two, two and a half metres, <laughs> so about six, seven foot. And, and how far did you get? Uh, I clocked seven seven meters on my two dive computers so uh, which they're all a bit shocked about they're like really Are you sure i'm like mm, yeah it's actually backed up with the other dive computer as well yeah so seven meters is a bit of a size um, yeah so when the visibility is clearer we've had a lot of rain so that made a big difference to the visibility but at the bottom i literally had put my hand virtually on my mask to see it. i couldn't hardly see the dive computer i couldn't you know uh, I wouldn't have been able to see you if, you, if it weren't for your talk, you know. But hey, we're booked for the next one, so um, you know. yeah. And I think we'll jump in the river before that as well. So oh, good, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good thing to do. So uh, if you're in the UK, there's no reason why you still can't dive. We were kayaking as well. Got out on the kayak as well on Monday for our uh, Bungie Loop, which is yeah, our yeah. local river. Yeah, breaking uh, the weather. So that was yeah. Cool. So we've being given some uh, cameras uh, by our uh, friends and partners, uh, Paralens, to kind of get used to them, try them and see what else you can use them for. And um, we've been using them above the water, below the water. We're using some abs where we first time and used to it up there, didn't we? Yep, yep, that was good. Uh, and then try and, and they're really good because you can just 
connect them to the side of your mask um, and their settings are really easy. You know, you can you get a small vibration to you know where it's turned on and off, um, and you can have it set so you, when you when you drop down below the surface, that automatically start recording as well. So you don't yeah, have temperature to and depth. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Automatic white balance as well, depending on whether you're in fresh or salt water. Well, so um, really good. I'm really pleased with that, and um, use it at CrossFit as well. So look out for that video. Um, it's out on social media of us using the Paralyns dive camera. So that's all on YouTube, Big Scuba. Yeah. So we've got episode 33, just ready to roll. So, and so who's, who we got coming up on this one? Got Georgina Miller from Aqua City, and they're based at Port Carris down on the well Cornwall Devon coast. So these were connected to us, weren't they, by our friends at um, Maris SSI? Yeah, so they're an SSI affiliated dive centre. So they recommended we have a chat to them, and yeah, Georgina Miller, yeah, she's a renowned uh, free diver, and she has a chat to us about what they do. And, yeah. and I was absolutely blown off my socks because um, she said she <laughs> blown off your socks. <laughs> I was seven minutes. I know. Seven minutes. Can you imagine holding your breath for seven? Minutes? In fact, no. <laughs> right, you ready? Let's try it. One, two, three. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to give up now. <laughs> <laughs> seven minutes can you imagine that um, that's unreal i think i've done about a minute minute maybe a little bit more but that's about so um but there we go we're gonna go on a free diving course next year so yeah look forward to that mr torbett he was after some people weren't he and yeah. he said yeah count us in we'll be up for that <laughs> uh, andy torbett will be will be there <laughs> learning from from you guys so that'd be really good yeah, she's just got lots to say about yeah the whole diving thing and about the free diving and just how accessible UK diving is to everybody, which is, yeah, incredibly refreshing, ready for next year because travel is not going to be as accessible. So you need to look at your options in the UK. It does. And um, actually, this echoes, you know, our earlier podcast we had with Miranda when we spoke to Miranda, Miranda saying uh, same thing and another big advocate of UK diving yeah yeah so yeah I know not everybody that listens to this in the, is in the UK but all our UK listeners yeah we just need to value what we've got around the coastline and Ireland as well and um yeah, yeah. Of it. But to be fair you know if you listen you know, if you listen to us in America you know um it makes you kind of focus that no, no matter where you are and I think when we talked about this the other day that you kind of get used to when you're living somewhere is having to travel somewhere else to then go dive and explore. And often you miss these gems that are actually on your doorstep or within an easy reach. Yeah. yeah. And no matter what, what country you're in, whether you're in America, South America, Bahamas or wherever in the UK, you've got somewhere good. In fact, let's, let's, even, let's even bring Phil Short into this got to find your magic and every dive yeah and love where you live yeah exactly so um you know uh there we are so there's a little something for you so um there we go look look about what's on your doorstep 
and they find that magic on what's on your doorstep. Yeah, and I think Georgina Miller will inspire you to try free diving and visit the South Coast. Yeah, that was really exciting chat. So I look forward to this one. So yeah, I think that's a good key to bring them in. Yeah, so here's episode 33 with Georgina Miller. Awesome. Okay. Far away Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's always like, just wait for the sound to come through. <laughs> Sorry, it takes a few minutes, doesn't it? <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. It's a... No, it's nice to, nice to talk to you both. Yeah, so obviously through Mares, um, they put us in contact or suggested we make contact with you because they're trying to promote the UK diving scene. So, so yeah, yeah, brilliant. Excellent stuff. Well, we've got, um, we're, we're in a lovely spot down here. We're very lucky. Um, we've got, I can show you about the window actually. It's, it's beautiful. Look at that. Oh, wow. There we go. <laughs> it's really gorgeous. Yeah. Nice and sunny. We're down on the Lizard in Cornwall um, oh, wow. at, at, at Porth Dive Centre. Um, so I don't know if you've done some UK diving before. You've probably, you've probably heard of it or you've maybe dived there. I don't know. Have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, a long while ago, but yeah, several years ago. That's the furthest place south, isn't it? The the west, yeah, more or less. We're yeah. not quite on the lizard, but just sort of before it. The the actual lizard itself is is a rather kind of wild spot. But um, yeah. so we're just kind of we're kind of more tucked into the Bay of Falmouth, so it's a bit more protected. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. We're in a marine conservation zone, so yeah. 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 Um, How long have you been going for? Did you kind of start this uh, Aqua City yourself? Yeah, we did. Um, I mean, I've been freediving competitively since 2007, so quite a long time now. Um, and I guess it was probably five or six years ago that we, we set this up. We were actually in London at the time, um, but obviously it's a little more restrictive in terms of freediving <laughs> training. So, um, yeah, no, we, we moved down here and, um, yeah, we've been uh, joined up with Porth Kerry Sky Centre which is an amazing venue it's just beautiful we've got it's like a, it's kind of like a resort sort of really five-star conditions they've got um they've got a swimming pool on site which under normal circumstances is open to use at the moment it's still closed but we've got a beautiful sort of shore dive that ranges from the shallows to about sort of 17 or 18 meters so it's wow. perfect for entry-level yeah. training um and a couple of boats to access them uh, the manacles marine conservation zone so we've got sort of wow. access to deep water and it's pretty famous for its shipwrecks as well i think <laughs> which is, yeah you've got some good for, uh, wrecks out that your way haven't you yeah, we have. It's they're kind of like quite broken because of the fact that um, we've got such a massive movement of water. So mm. the wrecks, um, they're the real deal, though. I like the fact that they're not sort of purpose sunk, you know, tourist attraction. They're, they're, the, kind yeah. of, they're the real thing. So, um, yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a beautiful place to dive. And it's it's nice that we can kind of offer people the whole package, actually. They've got a, accommodation at Porth Keris as well as you know the dive centre so they've got a little cafe and oh it sounds lovely <laughs> so it's really idyllic you have to come and visit us yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that'd be good. yeah. so how did you get into free diving um I think 
Oh, I, I used to teach scuba a long time ago. Never in the UK, if I'm being completely honest. I was a bit too wimpy for that. I was a warm water instructor. Um, but I saw, I saw somebody out in Thailand free diving with a monofin, and I just thought, wow, that looks amazing. I'd love to try it. And, and I mean, I think free diving really is anything on a single breath. So I probably had been doing it. I just didn't really yeah. know what I was doing. <laughs> and I took a course in 2006 um, and sort of found out about it a bit more as a, as a sport. Um, and actually since then it's really come on such a long way because at the time it was very focused around competition diving mm. um, you know, to see how deep you could get or how long you could hold your breath for but um, it's been adopted by the the scuba training agencies and, the, and they've sort of managed to make it into more of a, a holistic kind of approach really because I think most people come to it with an eye to you know wanting to explore underwater rather than mm. the kind of competitive side of it so actually a lot of what we're doing is more like adventure freedom yeah. um, to make it a bit more accessible and you can get so close to things as well because you you don't have the same kind of noise around you as, as when you're on scuba um obviously rebreathers aside <laughs> um, but that takes a huge amount of training so it's kind of becoming more accessible i think you know it's it's a bit more like um surfing or running or something like that that you can kind yeah. of that you can access the the underwater world and obviously you don't need to buy so much equipment either well there is that it's a bit there's 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 less to it um if i'm being completely honest though <laughs> You can still go and buy a gold wetsuit and it costs a lot of money and carbon fibre fins and all sorts of... Yeah, I've so, heard about these carbon fibre <laughs> fins. They can, they can get quite expensive, can't they? Oh, amazingly, yeah. I mean, the sort of top-of-the-range carbon fibre fins would be about five or six. Free diving is a bit of a, <laughs> a misnomer in that regard. But essentially, when, when it's broken down to its essential, you need, you need the, the right tools for the right job. Um, you're exploring in Joe Wetsons. Do you know um, Helena Boo Dillon? I do, yes. Because <laughs> she, she was on a while ago and um, she was talking about mental health because um, that was Mental Health Week. Mm -hmm. And uh, she came on and talked about how her free diving has helped her with her mental health and things like that. And um, she talked all about that. Um, and that was really good to tie in with mental health. And just wondered. Because she talked about some expenses, I wondered whether you knew her. Um, oh yeah, I know her very well actually, because we both we both compete for the UK. So um, yeah, I, we we dive together quite a lot. Helena's, um, I think she travels a lot more, so she's not really she's not in the UK quite as much. I don't think I'm not quite sure where she is at the moment actually. Um, I hope for her it's somewhere exotic with deep water. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, she's, she's sort of um, focusing on the, you know, professional competitive diving. And it's, unfortunately, it's not like Formula One, you know, there's not a huge amount of, of help with it. So the, the expenses can kind of mount up a bit. Um, yeah. But that's kind of, I think, because, the, the, you, you know, you do need to be quite single-minded to do the kind of diving that she's doing. Mm. Um, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of practice and a lot of dedication um so i think it's kind of like it's another facet of free diving for sure that must have but, took um, a lot of practice to get to get that photo of you sitting there mid-water with your legs crossed that couldn't, <laughs> that couldn't have been a was that first go doing that 
It might have been actually. I, really? I might have been Bendy. <laughs> no, my <laughs> my uh, my partner well, Dan is. There's some news for us all. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Georgina Bendy. Um, no, it's uh, my partner Dan is a, a, a videographer, freediving photographer and photographer. So he kind of we're super lucky to have him. This all look makes us all look good, and that's nice actually because he's taking a lot of pictures underwater here in Cornwall. Yeah. And like, honestly, when I first started this, I had no idea that it would be like an attractive diving proposition. You know, you kind of think it's going to be really cold and murky, but actually it's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's just amazing. I think it's on a good day, one of the nicest places that I know of to dive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're getting the, um, the South Atlantic waters coming up there, aren't you? It's it's quite a, yeah, it's a bit more sort of temperate, I think. It doesn't really drop too much below eight or ten in the sea mm. in, in winter time um it's not really the temperature that stops us it's more the wind um, yeah because it can get quite stormy so you know the conditions can be amazing but they can also turn around and be quite quite bumpy and quite challenging yeah. but i yeah. think that's part of the kind of part of the joy of diving here really you know it's it's a wilderness and and that's kind of that's part of the appeal as well as age yeah yeah, it can sometimes be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a great, it's a great location. I was talking to someone last night and he's, who's used to living on the coast, like myself and Gemma and yourself, and he's now moving inland. And he was saying to me last night how he's going to, he don't know how he's going to feel about that because he's never lived inland. And although I'm inland as well by about uh, 10 miles, I suppose. That's I not that far, though, is it? It's not. I couldn't move further away. I love being the coast. And yeah. that's beautiful. Now, where you are is a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, we're, we're so lucky. I mean, I think there's so much to be said for living near the water and, yeah. and, and being able to kind of, you know, As indulge yes. your... <laughs> where about to you, Gemma? Are you I live um, on the Suffolk coast, just south right. of Lowestoft. Yeah, so I'm literally kind of a five-minute walk from the beach. So, you know... Oh, beautiful. Yeah, Same as us. <laughs> yeah, no, like it. You just know if I go back to see my parents inland, it's just like coming home. I've always wanted. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, just... I think there's um, it's quite a sort of uh, prime primal uh, experience as well, isn't it? In a way, yeah. like uh, so yeah. many people feel attracted to water for so many different reasons. I mean, even if you're not a diver, it's still something that people people are drawn aren't to. Are we something like eighty percent water anyway? I think so. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe it Maybe depends on which coffee you drink. <laughs> I think it's definitely part of our. It's part of our sort of in- instinct, almost like part of our soul to want to yeah. be kind of close to water for one reason or another. But it yeah. certainly um, certainly keeps you fit and healthy and keeps so you, you straight and narrow. What do you do? Do you look at your scuba gear and you think, "Let's go scuba diving," or do you think, "Nah, I can't be done with all that. Let's just go." For snorkeling and freediving, what I'm do you do? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't flown any bubbles for a long time, like a really, really? long time. Yeah, I think probably 2010. I probably need a need a refresher by now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we could do a swap. <laughs> freediving for some scuba diving. I think because of the fact that freediving kind of. Um, as I said before, it's it's not necessarily just about, you know, diving as deep as you can or holding your breath. It's also about sort of being underwater and, and mm-hmm. looking at the world. And um, so I think it kind of, for me, it kind of satisfies both sides of it. I mean, they say that scuba diver is 
uh, scuba diving is more about look at looking out and explores around but um but i think it can be both mm. so i don't really find i miss it really because i feel like you know we're, we're just all enjoying the yeah, sea for the same yeah. um so it's i ha yeah i mean i think i just haven't <laughs> really i haven't really done much for quite a long time so um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you actually teach uh, free diving at the centre? Is that part, is that what we you do? do? Yeah. yeah. Um, we're uh, we're in we're an SSI dive centre, um, and so as much as I'm uh, also a, a paddy instructor as well, the SSI side of it, I found it, um, it's a nice flexible program. Um, when I took my courses initially, I took an IADA course, which is a free dive specific agency, mm -hmm. and it was it was all about sort of you know going deep and i think probably a lot of people on the first day particularly in cold water and they need a bit more time with equalization might not reach the mark so the ssi program is quite nice because you you're kind of very much encouraged to do things at your own pace and um you know and the performance requirements are very flexible and the training materials are really good so it's kind of like a it's a nice sort of um flexible approach to it mm. which, which suits mm. us here quite well because people we might have very kind of seasoned divers that have spent a lot of time under the water and are just interested in trying something new and they're really off to a head start or people that have just seen it on tv and fancy giving it a try <laughs> which can often be i think it's very brave you know yeah. you're not necessarily a strong swimmer or we haven't done any diving or snorkeling before that you want to come and give it a try because it's quite um i think when you when you look at it from the outside it could probably appear to be quite terrifying <laughs> but actually it's it's a lot to do with relaxation and and more comfortable water and sort of it's a very gentle sport really so it's would um, you say taking your mind off breathing definitely yeah i mean i think when you're when you're under the water and you're feeling comfortable um you don't really have a especially when you're exploring a reef you don't really have a kind yeah. of a feeling of like it doesn't feel like a difficult thing to do yeah. um when when you're in the swimming pool perhaps doing timed breath holds or distance swims underwater it's much more like an endurance sport mm. but yeah. definitely with with deep diving and, and exploring the reef it's it's really super mellow um, so where are we with time then how long do you reckon you could hold your breath for? i well my personal best is a bit over seven minutes Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's just like lying face down at the surface. It's right. a really boring spectator sport, I think. <laughs> um, seven minutes? Yeah, seven minutes. Um, Do you have to I can't imagine holding my breath for seven minutes. <laughs> Do you have to prepare yourself to build up yeah. to that seven minutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's taken quite a lot of practice. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, it's... it's uh, but that's kind of, um, as I said, it's a lot to do with um, relaxation and meditation and understanding the science behind it as well. So it takes yeah. quite a lot of, of practice to get to that point. I, um, I learned after about a minute to kind of do like a gag almost to like where you could swallow uh, and not, not let all the air out and then hold on <laughs> for maybe about another 10 seconds or so. It's that's to do with your uh, CO two levels rising a little bit. That's what causes yeah. the urge to breathe. It's not actually low oxygen. So once you start getting all of those breathing reflexes, you can actually hold your breath for a bit longer than you think you could, kind of thing. Wow. Um, but it's just one of those things that you need to come to kind of really progressively. And um, yeah, and the, that would be more of a competitive 
discipline. Seven minutes. That is amazing. That's that, that gives you lots of exploring time, seven minutes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but then the more you move around, the, yeah, the more oxygen you're burning. So the, the breath hold, you know, the time you spend underwater can get a bit shorter there. So, so if you were, say, you're out on a reef, having a snorkel, or having a, a free dive, just roughly, you know, um, what are we saying, a couple of minutes maybe? Which, it, which, it completely swimming? depends on how hard you're working. If you're sort of swimming against a current, it can be yeah, quite a lot shorter yeah, than true. that. But yeah. if you're in relatively shallow water and, and, and it's all kind of quite mellow and an easy environment, yeah, a couple of minutes wouldn't be out of the wow. question. So it's, it's, it's different to scuba diving, you know, but it's, yeah. it is sort of well, roughly you in, its own, in its own way. <laughs> I think as well the um, the depth side of it I find really fascinating too because um, I think for me passing the 40 meter mark was a really big deal free diving because I felt like it was sort of you know that's the edge of recreational diving yeah um, so it's kind of a big hurdle mentally to get over with that but um, yeah so I think that but the, it doesn't feel like a 40 meter deep Scuba dive is a big, quite a big deal. Whereas for free diving, it's kind of something come too much. Question for you, just on that. I remember when I first done forty meters uh, scuba dive, and I was like, well, 30, about thirty-eight, something like that. And you, I remember being my mind thinking, right, it's the deeper as I've gone, blah blah blah. Did that sort of play on your mind, or did you sort of try and think? ignore the depth i'm just going to ignore that i'll worry about that afterwards once i've done it no i think how it definitely you, you it definitely comes into it you sort of if you've had a background in scuba because you have a sort of preconceived idea about what a deep dive is mm. um so i think you tend to find free divers that haven't done any scuba diving before are much more sort of like you know yeah, fluid. Fine. <laughs> yeah it doesn't really well, mean much you know well, when there are guys that can go to 130 i mean what well, what's well, my 40 meter dive so um yeah. Jack Cousteau famously went to the Britannic, didn't he, uh, on air. And I always found that, in, you know, back in... Bonkers. In the <laughs> 70s, and you think, well, how, how did he do that? You know, because most people be off their heads. I don't know. I was hopeless with narcosis. Really, yeah. like a complete lightweight. <laughs> um, you don't really experience the same thing freediving because of the fact that you're on a breath hold on the surface. So uh, maybe but that's partly why it doesn't feel like it's quite as much of a, a mm. big deal because you know, the kind of concentration side of it is entire. Um, yeah. Some of the really deep, deep, deep divers will experience narcosis, but it has more to do with CO2 than it's, uh, yeah. it's just yeah. different, different. So if you're doing a really deep dive uh, on a free dive, would there be people in the water with emergency air for you in case you made no, mistakes? No, I think when I first started learning, they, they used to use scuba divers for safety. But actually now, um, not so much. We, we, we tend to use this, uh, a counterweighted system with ropes and lanyards and things. So, um, yeah. so the free divers actually down at the depth alone, but uh, the people at the surface kind of know where they are. They use sonar to see them. Sometimes cameras that are like kind of drones that will go down with them. Um, yeah. So, and it's very unusual for anything to happen at depth. Um, it's usually the dangers of it are shallow water blackout. So that's normally in the top kind of part of the dive anyway. So that's where the safety divers can, can get yeah. to. Um, so it's the last few meters. Yeah, exactly. And actually, like the kind of depths that free divers are going to now, there aren't 
I mean, sending sending scuba divers down to 100 or 130 is a really, really big deal. And they couldn't really do much there anyway. <laughs> because, right. And they'd spend hours and hours and hours coming back up again. <laughs> it would be incredibly boring for them. Um, but also it's expensive and it's risky. And, and so I think they've developed a pretty good system in place mm -hmm. with, with free divers looking after free divers because we're better able oh. to sort of help each other yeah it's amazing so do you oh, like oh. free dive on a daily basis have you been is that something you do you get in the water every day most of the time in summer because of the fact that we're, we're quite busy running courses and fun diving down here um but also i i want to keep up with my own training as well so um. we're kind of um yeah we're, we're in the water quite a lot in fact i think sort of i'm worried about getting rusty <laughs> in the summertime obviously in the winter it starts to to be a little bit more pool based um I bet. But, yeah <laughs> although I yeah bet. it's 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 more the wind than anything else as i said before it just gets too bumpy um so yeah we're in the in the swimming pool two or three times a week of winter with um with the club and uh, keep up with things so what competitions have got coming up what's what's next on the horizon then? well oof, lethal pathogens permitting <laughs> travel <laughs> yeah, is all a little bit up in the air at the moment um but i mean in an in an absolutely ideal world a lot of events this year have been cancelled our yeah, british yeah. national pool competition was meant to be back in march I think it was actually the 28th of March, so it was just. Oh, dang. Yeah, <laughs> it's really bad yeah. timing. Um, but so I think that, Boris went on about 25th, didn't he? I think 21st. Yeah, I think it was. Down. Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? So it was around yeah. the, the, the same kind of. Um, and then a lot of the bigger competitions have been on hold for next year. Because Red Bull, is, aren't they a big sponsor of, of freediving things? It used to be a number of years ago, I think, but not so much not so much now um no. i'm not sure that we have any sort of big kind of mainstream sponsors for the because they used to do the um uh cliff diving down your way as well didn't they yeah i, th I think that happens in i think the last one was maybe in chepstow i'm sure there was some something because some of the divers, the divers yeah, from there. they used to do it on the on the front on the uh, seafront somewhere didn't they well, I'm not sure. I'll have to yeah. have a look into that. I'm not sure yeah. where they were doing that. Yeah. Free diving of a completely different kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you find, is it, is it quite an equal sport with females and males or is it? I think it is actually. Um, the, in terms of at a competitive level, what the men can do and what the women can do, it's really quite close together in most disciplines. Um, and I mean, I think maybe it's the guys that are more attracted to kind of the spearfishing side of it, if you know what I mean, because that obviously right. is a, a sort of facet of the sport. But I think it's very even the number of people we have getting interested in, in recreational yeah. freediving. Um, yeah, because it was never on my radar until obviously I just got into scuba diving and then we've spoken to people about freediving and uh, it's just not something that's very much out there to the normal. Yeah, I think it's... It's a relatively new sport, really. I mean, I had no idea it was a sport when I first started doing it, you know. It's kind of like, really? Um, so it's quite kind of, yeah, it's quite, it's quite fringe still, I guess, but growing in numbers. And I think now that freediving training has actually overtaken um, tech in mm. terms of the numbers of certification. Yeah. So it's definitely a growing a growing business which is really nice it's very nice to be involved in it at, at, at the sort of start of it yeah yeah, yeah.
have you found it's been busier since obviously people can't travel out of the country have you found the intake for yeah cool was crazy this year like i think <laughs> it's folded the season in half and then doubled the number of people and then due to the kind of covid regulations we're still limited about the the group sizes we can take mm. so it is i think it's busier now than it's it's ever been but i i mean i hope that's a a positive actually mm. yeah. there's a lot more to think about in terms of people safe because you know, a lot of thought has gone into socially distant pre-dive courses but um, by its nature you kind of want to get close to people and drool all over them which is definitely like, not, <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> it's not quite what you want to be doing at the moment. Well, there's no regulator there's no snorkel i suppose is there such yeah and there's a lot of like powerful breathing that's happening people are recovering and things so it's it's you've got to be I mean, I think the same with scuba as well, actually. There's a there's an awful lot to think about yeah. in terms of the, the training side. But um, SSI have been amazing with that, actually. They've, you know, they've worked quite closely with some of the dicks and they've missed loads of advice. And Dan have fantastic as well for both the scuba side yeah. of it and the side of it. So actually, they did some really good um, webinars as well, didn't they, Dan? Yeah, they um, did. In the cut while we were all locked down. Yeah, quite there was really helpful so I think a lot of dive centres had were sort of armed with the right information about how to start up again mm. you know in a safer in a safer way yeah um, so I'm glad I'm glad that we're all sort of starting to be able to get back to yeah. the water again and yeah definitely yeah I guess yeah, yeah. it was it's been a frustrating start to the summer for everybody that's a positive thing we're moving forward and we yeah, are yeah things, it's good. things are going the right way yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So do you get people coming, um, people coming from quite far afield to come down to Cornwall for the courses at your centre? Yeah, I think we do because it's it's a pretty kind of unique location. There are a few other trainers in the UK that, that mm. died in the lakes, but not that many that work in the sea. And I think because of the, you know, the logistical side of it, we're very lucky to have a very sort of well-established dive centre to work mm. through. Um, so a lot of that kind of side of things is kind of in care of and we're in a very sheltered environment here as well um but there are a few now starting to to work in, in the sea as well um i think you've got one fairly close to you in in selsey i know that's not like close close but it's roughly the right yeah have to have a look part of the world mulberry freedivers anyway they're in yeah, they've got right. as well and i know that they do all of their freediving in the sea too which is 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 lovely and i think it's a sort of nice way to connect people um with the ocean as well because i think for the longest time i never really kind of thought much about diving in the sea scuba diving or free diving in the sea um until i kind of found out what it was like you know yeah. and, it's, and it's through people doing it and people taking pictures and that it's actually making it quite a lot more accessible and mm. yeah, it's lovely it's good. Yeah. it's good for the kind of connection to the ocean and the conservation side of it yeah it makes yeah people maybe realize a bit more yeah how crucial it is Definitely. I think if it's something that you're familiar with and uh, uh, that you can see the, the impact that we're having, it makes it so much more a sort of your life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you get many scuba divers transitioning to doing free diving? We do have a few adventurous souls giving it, giving it a try. Um, I think it's, it's one of those things, though, that um, it, a lot of divers come to it sort of in order to uh, prolong their air consumption. That's one, one sort of side of it that they say, oh, I've heard it's, it's good for that. Um, and it definitely can be. But I think they're just sort of, they're different sports um, inherently very different sports, but we all love the water. 
So there's bound to be kind of a huge area of, of crossover with it in terms of this that you enjoy with it. Yeah. Definitely. I think it, um, yeah. it can give you a lot of confidence as well with your scuba diving learning to free. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And just yeah. becoming more aquatic. Yeah, I've just qualified this last weekend. So, you know, maybe something in the Did future. You? Yeah. As a freediver? Oh, no, congratulations. No, no, I was a scuba diver. Ah, okay. Oh, well done you. Brilliant. Yeah, so, Brilliant. you know, that might be another thing to, like, try in the future. To, yeah, just... yeah, definitely. Um, was that in the sea? Gildy Water near Peterborough. So, uh huh. Okay. And then we did a shore dive Tuesday to a wreck off the North Norfolk coast, and that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, beautiful! Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. Really, that's yeah, lovely because really it. I guess it can be. Um, it can be rougher around that part. part of can the, be, yeah, it can sandy. be. Sandy. Because um, it's quite sandy, um, yeah. so that can really stir up quite badly after uh heavy winds you know so yeah it was nice and certainly the best viz i've seen on that wreck so uh it's nice that's yeah. good so i went from qualifying in like this visibility to like yeah sit, having an amazing oh. yeah, time in the sea lovely yeah. lovely i think it can be quite changeable though can't it we have um we have a plankton bloom going on here at the moment all oh, right um which is amazing because it brings with it so much life um, I think it bothers the free divers a bit less than it bothers the scuba divers. <laughs> but it can be quite dark down there, actually. Um, and, and in fact, I think I, I saw a photograph that was taken by NASA, and you can actually see it from space. Oh, it's, wow. It's that big. It's kind of hanging, hanging out around the southwest part of the UK. Um, so, yeah, it's quite, it must be quite thick. But um, it's one of the reasons we have such amazing kind of marine life as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain too much. <laughs> Do you find you kind of get can get quite close to the marine life when you're free diving? I think yeah, definitely because it's it's I think it's related to noise. Mm. Um, so you you kind of because you don't have the sound of the bubbles or clanking of equipment, and so I think you probably can get you can get quite quite close to things. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of. Um, like it also depends on how much you thrash around in the water because <laughs> the idea with free divers are meant to learn to be quite kind of quiet and, and stealth like but obviously that takes a bit of practice <laughs> doesn't happen straight away but um yeah no it's it's lovely we um we have uh, quite a few seals down here as well which and, and sometimes they you have to sort of you know give them space and and, and but every now and again you'll get one that's quite curious and they come up and sort of nuzzle your fins and you have to sort of stay quite still but like let them you can kind of get their curious creatures yeah. and come quite close yeah. um they're my favorite actually i think it feels like they they kind of understand us a little bit or they're curious or playful or you know yeah. there's a connection there <laughs> yeah that's weird up, up here they don't really come that close at all they always keep keep quite away actually yeah. They must be more used to divers down here. I wonder if it may be that. Um, and also we have a seal sanctuary quite close by. So right. they every year there's like, you know, there's quite a few being rescued. And I think mm. probably it, it might have been that they, they're a bit more used to people. You, you have to kind of like be quite respectful of it though. And yeah. don't, don't sort of go too close to them. But yeah. every now and again, you kind of feel like, something's following me and they're always, they're always <laughs> hiding behind you, you know? <laughs> yeah. there's amazing creatures yeah, that's good. yeah so obviously part of the, the reason we do this is for you to promote 
your centre. So is there anything that you want to say to the kind of listeners um, about where you are and what you do? And, yeah, yeah that would be brilliant. Um, well, I mean, we're, we're down at Porth Keris Dive Centre on the Lizard. If you want to have a look at our website, it's aquacityfreediving.com, which is spelt Aqua City. So um yeah <laughs> uh, facebook is the same um and we've we're on instagram and twitter at aquacity free diving and twitter's i think aquacity free yeah. because the the diving part was already taken <laughs> so yeah you can you can find us there um just yeah drop us a line and and, and come and see us it's really up. beautiful down here at the moment um yeah. and i think we're all making the most of freedom and making the most of the summer and and actually it's a lovely it's a lovely time for uk diving generally i think just that you know people are probably i think more people are going to get interested in, in mm. what's at home just because there, there are fewer travel opportunities around but i think that's a positive because oh, definitely yeah. 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 yeah and just talking it's, just it's all very diverse what we've got around the uk isn't it yeah amazing and i think we're all quite close to the water as well which is another lovely thing you don't actually have to travel too far to find the coast i think it's something like 70 miles from yeah. the most is, yeah. furthest inland so it's it's well you know we're an island let's make the most of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely and if somebody did like a basic free diving course how long does it take to do um, we run level one courses which is a sort of our entry level training over a weekend so right. it's you know it's actually quite um it's quite an accessible thing and that gives you the the, the sort of basis to be able to go and carry on with things because you come with the safety train you know that sort of side of it so basically promoting um you know promoting getting into the water and getting water safely to try um and i think it is you know it can be something for everyone don't don't be put off by images of you know competitive free divers or, or laying face down in the water for seven minutes i mean that just looks stupid doesn't it <laughs> and a bit sinister um, <laughs> wake up it's <laughs> hilarious stupid, stupid sport um, my mum came to a competition once and she said george that was the most boring and stressful thing i've ever seen so well done but i don't want to see you doing that again <laughs> But um, no, it can be, you know, as I said, it can be a lot to do with just just have, getting in and having a good explore. So yeah. Um, yeah. come and give it a try. Yeah. Great. So yeah. Come on, you haven't mentioned Mr. Corbett yet. Oh, Andy. <laughs> he's, he's been doing some diving with us. Um, he was down, was it last weekend? Um, yeah. He and my partner Dan have just gone off they, they it was actually quite rough in the sea so they went to a quarry nearby and they've just made a, a climbing free free dive climbing kind of film together just they were sort of playing around for the for the afternoon I think he's yeah. um he's a great ambassador for adventure yeah. free diving because yeah. he's he's really sort of he's just we're doing uh, I think he's coming back at the end of August to do a bit more deep diving with us and um, yeah. hopefully onward and downward <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that <laughs> yeah yeah no it's good and it's good to have some you know names like that for the sport because yeah it just exposes it doesn't it, it definitely yeah definitely <laughs> it was great when he, when he came on and gave us his time to talk to us on here's our uh, practically our first sort of guest really <laughs> so i have to go yeah. look it up <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. And he's a brilliant, a brilliant diver as well. I mean, like, 
incredible, incredible scuba diver and, and, and an amazing free diver too. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to know adventurous souls, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's, it's kind of infectious as well, hopefully. Kind of the more you yeah. associate with people like that, it kind of Definitely. have some little impact. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay. All right. Well, yeah, thanks so much for your time. It's been lovely. It's been yeah, lovely. Yeah. yeah, lovely to talk to you guys too. And um, I hope you manage to get back in the water soon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, lovely. All right, well, enjoy the Fantastic. rest of the day. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, bye. Cool. Cheers. Bye bye.